When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. It's us, Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. And that guy, DJ Rock Lobster. All right. Yesterday, I stumbled on an article about Squid Game, a show I had never heard of before. Mm. It was apparently number one on Netflix that had come out of South Korea, not North Korea. Mm. I don't think they're putting out a lot of anything. Anything. <laughs> Nothing leaves North Korea. Do you think they have like a state-run streaming service? Probably, and it's all their dear leader excelling the, at things. The Yeah, the story is that they used to put out the propaganda that Kim Jong-il, who's the father? I think, yeah, that sounds right. Il played golf one time and shot an 18. He got a hole-in-one on every hole. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, dear leader. Anyway, uh, out of South Korea comes Squid Game, and it was a bit of a hard sell. My wife told me when we sat down to watch it, I don't know that I'm really feeling this, but we'll try it. She didn't want to do the subtitles thing. We had Daniel and Becca, the painters from Canada, who said, hey, you can watch it with the English dubbed. So, Rocco, I don't know about you. I chose the English dub as opposed to, and they still had subtitles up there, and you didn't need it. I did that as opposed to listening to it in Korean and reading the subtitles, how did you imbibe? I went subtitle. I like to keep it real. And you probably did, because I will say one thing initially is with the American voice dubbers, a touch overacted. You know, some of the acting in this show is a bit full tilt, right? I mean, it's peaking on your audio meter, but still an intriguing story. And so we ended up getting through two episodes I got to tell you this. There is a scene in Squid Game, episode one, round about halfway through, where it goes from zero to 60 <laughs> in a jiffy. Oh, does it really? Rocco, we don't have to spoil anything. You know what I'm talking about. Did you suddenly, is that when you really bought into like, okay, what the bleep is going to go on next? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which scene you're talking about because there was a few scenes, but yeah, it went red light, green light. Um, yes, for sure. Yeah, the, yeah so the, the you know, because and that's the we, name of episode one is red light, green light. It is, and uh, we mentioned yesterday this show. If you've not heard anything about it, don't worry, most people haven't, but it's really trending on Netflix now, and they say it's sort of like a Hunger Games vibe, and it's what they do is they they round up a bunch of people, some four hundred plus who are really down on their luck, 
have just, they're buried in debt. They've had nothing go right, and it's financial debt. It's all about financial debt that they're in. And so we don't know how they find out who these people are, but they end up inviting them to this game where there is a lot of money at stake. And you've just got to play these games, and if you complete all of the games, then you win a fantastic prize, which comes out to an American money, I think, like 43 million dollars what that is a lot (laughs) of money okay i keep going to in my head that this Uh is real even though i I have to stop doing that because let me tell you if it was that we'd have real problems right there is a it's intriguing though they start with this guy he's down on his luck and he's just kind of fighting his way through another crummy day and then someone sits down next to him as he waits for the subway and this person is very intriguing there was this great juxtaposition rocco of the new guy who shows up and how he looks and presents himself to the other guy who's down on his luck and then he says do you want to play a game and he opens a briefcase and there's some money so a guy who's fighting for money is like sure i'll play this game whatever i'm waiting on the subway he finally gets convinced and then things really ramp up from there and he says well there's some more opportunities to play games like this even children's games donna like red light green light and when they play that game, it goes in a direction <laughs> you did not anticipate. Now, I have not seen Parasite, the South Korean film that oh, won the Best Picture Oscar. That was pretty good. I know that that movie was known for having a real plot twist. You think you're watching one movie and then it turns. And this had a little bit of a head fake vibe in that way, too. Aesthetically, visually, very compelling. When they go into this, you know, think Hunger Games arena. When they enter the arena... Really cool how they've designed things. The game makers, like the enforcers of the game, the officials, they're dressed in all red. So it's interesting to look at the head being that is behind all of this. I don't know if it's a man or a woman because this person is like always masked up, has this really cool looking mask on. I just found it really interesting to look at, Rocco. What did you make of your first episode of Squid Game? Yeah, all that. You kind of nailed it. I'm ready to watch episode two. I can't wait. But yeah, um, it does have a similar vibe to Parasite, where it takes a twist. It's got this sort of dark uh, sense of doom and mm. sense of danger that sort of hangs over it, and it's weird and it looks cool. And I'm I'm in. I they mean, even did a couple things too, where Donna, you start to feel like you are about to predict what's going to happen, and then the opposite happens. And then the games are done, and then the games begin again. It's just this really, they did a couple interesting things that made me feel like, okay, this is not going to be formulaic throughout. I mean, there are some shocking scenes in it, and, and we've had people who emailed in and said, like, it's a wild ride. Buckle your chin strap. Donna, I think you would like it. I think I'm going to let you guys watch it. <laughs> How many episodes? Ten, I think. All right, I'll try it. I try. I was going to start What's making you hesitate right now? I have now? other shows. I was going to watch Yellowstone. I've got to catch up on uh, The Morning Show. I've got to catch up on mm. Impeachment. Mm. It's a whole thing. i got to mow my lawn. Plus, you don't even know where you are in Ted Lasso. I'm on episode five, but I think I skipped four because Rumi and I both watch it, and normally we watch it together, but... Apparently, he watched episode four without me, oh, so I guess it was a Christmas episode, so I was like, all right, I guess I'm on five. And then I thought, I don't have to go back. I'm not lost or anything. Mm-hmm. However, maybe something happened in episode four that I was not aware of because 
there was a really quick scene in which it looked like it was going to be a little... I'm going to use the word twist, even though that's not the word I'm looking for. It seems like there's a little communication going on Mm -hmm. with one person Mm -hmm. and another Mm -hmm. that I don't think they know they're talking to one another. Mm -hmm. Does that sound accurate? Yep. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Ooh. It's like a South Korean movie. What you think? I had the same thing there, just like with this South Korean show, Squid Game, that everybody is watching on Netflix right now. I was watching Ted Lasso and was like, well, I can smell this coming from a mile away. And just when I think I have everything figured out. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Good, good, good. So here's the deal. I feel like the production on this season of Ted Lasso is getting better. It feels more movie-like than TV-like. Hmm. And I feel like the story is improving because it's, it's just kind of a, like a throwaway show, in my opinion. Sure. I don't know that it's worthy of all the awards that it won. No offense. It's a nice show. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a lovely show. I just don't know that it's like mind-blowing. I'm kind of sure. with you on that. I, and I enjoy it. It's yeah, a it's fun lovely. watch. I it's watch it, a... I laugh. My wife likes it. But yeah, I'm, gotta, I'm with you. You can't turn away because the dialogue is so fast. First of all, I usually only understand every third word that those people are saying. Um, but the dialogue is very fast and they're just the way I know we gotta go, but just the way um, oh, uh, Kimmy Schmidt was, mm-hmm. it's kind of got a Tina a Fey bang, 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 vibe. Bang. Yep. Yes, in that Again, they're quoting lyrics of songs. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the song from the 80s, you don't get the joke. Sure. But, but then it, they figure you'll get the next one. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm liking it more than ever. I think I got a lot of that praise, too, because it was one of the only new sitcoms that was out last year. That's so it's maybe a little bit of an easier sweep for Fair them. Enough. Alrighty, friends, when we uh, come back, we will get into a study. The most popular costumes you got to figure it out yet for Halloween, for adults, for mm. kids, for pets. And the most neighborly city in America is... Dang it, we lost this one. We'll tell you who got it when we come back on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are buddies. And we like to study. Studies have shown that... Medi- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, we've got a list of the 2021's most popular Halloween costumes for kids, adults, and pets. Okay. How about the uh, the number one? Let's target the number one on these lists in each of those categories. Let us begin with adults, then we'll move to kids and pets. Okay. I think this is rather basic, but adults are kind of basic. What do you think it is? Number one costume. Is it pop culture-y? It is not. Oh, clown. <laughs> Ghost. So, so, so this is what it, keep going keep going not there uh, ghost ghost was number three. Oh, dumb vampire ah witch. number two. Oh. Ah, witch number one. Nice. Oh, come on these are so dumb this is witch, for real witch vampire ghost cat pirate those are your top five cat 
you know, whiskers. That's the thing. Yeah, of, oh, darn easy. it. The boss asked us to dress up oh, for this I have, meeting. I have black eyeliner. What do I do? Yeah. Who's got a cat head band, Denise? And then just three little whiskers next to your mouth. Yep. You're done. And you're the one who's shown up at the meeting like, guys, I actually have a project that I need to get finished today. Can we please hurry this up? <laughs> Everybody else is talking in character. Oh, she must have somewhere to go. That's so dumb. Then Batman, zombie, Superman, Ooh. the Joker, and uh, at number 10, a tie between Spider-Man and Dracula. I like Spider-Man. I mean, you can't tell who... who who's in there but that's fine what is spider-man's real name hold on clark kent is the real name of superman peter parker Mm. nailed it yeah it's quick this girl and her alliteration is really fun to watch thank you do you know i once when i went to california for college i used to play in this poker night came home didn't tell anybody i was coming home and wore a mask that fully covered my face and I was like this silent character. So they said, oh, hey, it's our friend Scott, this kid who used to come sometimes. And he's here, but his character is silent. He said he's staying in character all night, blah, blah, blah. Dealer's choice. We go around the table. It finally gets to Stevie Boy and they say, all right, Scott, what do you want to play? And then at that point, I announce the game as I pull my mask off. Steve is back from California in Pennsylvania. No one knew he was going to be there. Mm. Crazy. You ever find that friend in life, guys, who's just an easy ear for any of your stories? Still waiting. Yeah, yep, I was going to no. say, if anyone has any ideas, please I'm <laughs> open to any possible connections that are out there. Sometimes there are some stories that just don't need to be told. I sometimes feel like some days that's all of the stories I tell you. Donna just hits me with a, either a, okay, or are you done yet? <laughs> no, I mean, you tell your story and I'll be here. Are you taking that um, don't sweat the small stuff advice a little too literally (laughs) of don't try to hijack it and create your own story? No, I wasn't. I was just maybe being me. I'm sorry. The top 10 (laughs) costumes for kids. Number one on the list there is actually Spider-Man. Bottom one for adults. Top for, uh, for kids. Then a princess, Batman. They put on the list other random superheroes. So I don't know if that means like the RC Cola version of superheroes. <laughs> Bat boy. Ooh, oh, ooh. yes. Ooh. Do you guys remember there was a time when they were selling the Spider-Man gloves where there were little cans of like crazy white crazy string. Yeah, I think inside so. the gloves so that no. you can like make oh, a web. A web slinger. Yeah, it was really cool. Huh. Thank you. I, I more remember the big that. Hulk hands, the way you'd punch something and you'd hear a smash sound. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cool. Yeah, those were cool. Uh, the 10 most common costumes for pets. Number one on the list. Kind of lazy, but I guess it works. Care to guess? Uh, do, 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 uh, a bumblebee. Toto. <laughs> a bumblebee was number four wow. or five. Uh, not Toto. Uh, da, 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 da. A spider. Spider did not make the list. How up. about a teddy bear? Like a bear. Not head. a not a teddy bear. A either. lion. A lion. Lion was on the list at number eight. That's an easy one. A pumpkin. Oh, oh sure, I did that to my dog. But I made him what's his face pumpkin, the great David pumpkin. S. Pumpkin. David S. Pumpkin. Oh really? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, the greatest Halloween sketch of all time. That one was. I'm David S. Pumpkins. That and is then, up there in like the top ten. When that song would come on, <laughs> and then it was always a <laughs> where Tom Hanks would slap their butt. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good times. Uh, let's see here. A hot dog came in at number two for the pet costume. That's... that's oh, yeah, that's cute. That's, that's cute. really cute. Uh, bumblebee, ghost, bat, lion, dog, witch. Oh, a dog is a costume as well. <laughs> number nine on the list. My dog is a dog. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Uh, that's good, Steve. What's the most neighborly city in America? Madison, Wisconsin. Crap. Is yeah. It? Yeah. Mm, Neighborly. But listen, uh, let's see. Well, it did rank as the happiest city in America. So, and it also leads the nation in donations to nonprofits. But Rochester, New York came in second, followed by Portland, Oregon, and then us, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh. Whoop, whoop. As so the most neighborly five. city? Yes. And Chanhassen just won the best suburb to live in the country. Wow. That's impressive, Steve. I know. Congratulations to you guys. Well, we're Chanhassen adjacent. That's the motto of Chasta. It's close enough. You're cousins. Yes. You are cousins. By the way, I don't want to forget to remind people this. We're giving away Eagles tickets. Did you guys know that? Whoa. Um, what are we doing here, you guys? Uh, listen for a chance to win a pair of tickets to the Eagles Hotel California Tour. Coming to XL Energy Center on October 1st and 2nd. Guess what? That's just a couple of days away. Uh, these and more are up for grabs and listener rewards. Get it on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Woo! Millennial Exchange. Call us. Call us. We need two people. Good morning. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Hump Edition of our show. I should say Hump Day. Hump Day Edition. <laughs> Not Hump Edition. No, it's important to say day there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was, a, that was a whole thing. All right. Um, do we have our two callers, Rocco? Uh, yeah, we do. We, wow. Uh, you guys. hit that button. Here we go. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> 
All right. Well, this is a game where we uh, quiz Gen Xer Donna on millennial things and Millennial Steve on Gen Xy things. And then we get a millennial and a Gen Xer on the phone to play along. So we got Renee. She's 45. That's Gen X, right? That's born in the 70s. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yes. 77 were you born, would you say, Renee? I'm 75. She's right there. Yeah, so she's Steve's. She's hanging with Steve today. So All hi. Right. Anything, we're anything be we want to say to Renee? Yes. Renee, I think that we should get our belly button piercing together. <laughs> Heck yeah. Ooh, that would hurt. Ouch. All right. Well, that's Renee. That was um, good. Let's go to Donna's assistant, Melissa. She claims to be a millennial. Hi, Melissa. Hi. You and me, girl. How old are you? I am 38. Okay, nice. perfect. This is great. This is great. Okay. All right. Uh, stand by. I might need your help, okay? We're gonna All try- right. Sounds good. All right. I'm going to try to win you a prize. Okay. All right. Who's going first? Uh, you pick it, Steve. You're my um, buddy. Thank you, Donna. I would like to go first. I would like to answer the first question and put the pressure on. Okay. Here it goes. Spin that wheel. Movies. <laughs> Okay, we're going to go back to 1983 for, I think, all three of your questions today, Steve. So. And that's the year I was born? Okay, well then. Well, maybe you should know this. Didn't you ever get a calendar that says, the year you were born? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the biggest oh, movies God. of 1983 was about some baby boomer college friends reuniting for a funeral. The soundtrack, a double album of oldies, went six-time platinum. Six times platinum. Can you name this big movie of 1983? Reunited for a funeral. Four weddings and a funeral. Um, they reunited for a funeral. Caddyshack. They reunited. This is a hard one. Is it? I think Rocko, so. The, like I said, the soundtrack album was a double album of oldies, and it sold six million copies. That's what six times platinum means, I think. All right. I have to bring in Renene. Renee. Don't call her Shanene, it's Renene. Renene, do you know this movie? Um, the only thing I can think of is the big chill. If it's not that, I have no idea. Uh listen, I ain't got a clue. We're gonna go to the big chill, we're locking in as our final. Come on! That's right. Oh my wow. god. Renee! That's awesome. It was a big nice. time movie. Everybody, everybody yeah. loved it. Everybody had the soundtrack. They Who was in it? Movies. It was like Joe Beth Williams. Uh, uh, a the, lot of popular people. What's um, the guy that's on that Disney Plus show? Jeff Goldblum. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh. I want to say Kevin Klein. Uh, he was. Oh. William Hurt. Glenn Close. And, Tom, uh, Tom Berenger, who we don't see anymore. You're right. And the dead person was Kevin Costner, but he did not uh, make it in the film. Oh. Oh, oh that's right. Meg a- Tilly was in this. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Nice. All right, Renee. Renee. One nothing me out of a lifeline. Donna, By the way, spin that. Oh. I was going to say, you know, whoever wins this is going to also get that four pack of uh, Fandango movie passes Woo! to Adam's family, too. So it could Woo! very well be Renee. All righty. But now uh, we're going back to Donna. Are you ready? Yes. Um... Okay. <laughs> okay. Music. One of the top songs of 2003. Goes, uh, go shorty, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. What's the actual name of that song? Go shorty, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. (laughs) Mom, Uh, stop singing. (laughs) 
Hey, kids, you're almost to school. Go, Shardy. Is it? Did I hear it's somebody's birthday in this carpool? 2003. I think this is a female. Uh, you know, I, I was going to say Rocco. It's a, Rocco. Uh, I, I had Rocco, this written down, and I didn't say it. Big chill. I know. I had this written down, but I didn't say it. I said, "What is the actual name of this 50 Cent song?" Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to get this. What is with 50 Cent? Oh, it wasn't 50. Who was it last week? The rapper that you guys got. Oh, Nelly. 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 Oh, man. I am going to have to go to my girl. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. What up, Melly? Hey. All right. Do you know this one? I do. This would be in the club. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but she's right. It was in the club. Yeah. Because it right. starts with, you Ooh, find me in the welcome. club, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need. If you need to feel a, I'm into having bleep. I ain't into making love. So come give me a hug if you're into yep. something, something. Okay. Pull up. That was perfect. Out front seat of Ben's on Dove. Uh, when I roll 20 deep, there's so much drama in the club. Okay, Man, they cool. want to stop with Trey. Okay. Everybody show me love. I'm going to... I was going to put Melissa on hold, then I was tempted to put Steve on hold. Oh, weird. My self-expression is being chained again. Oh, live your truth. Oh. Okay. Are you ready, Stevie? Okay. Come on, spin okay. that wheel, Steve. Music. We're going back to the 83 here. Uh, the song of the year, I think it sold the most copies, was by an English trio. Copies. Uh, English trio featuring Stuart Copeland on drums, Andy Sumner on bass, on guitar, and a one-named bassist. Can you name the song in the band? You want me to name a 1983 song and a band? Yes, it was the song of the year. It sold the most copies. 83. I mean, the key key clue here is the one-named bassist. Bassist. Yes. Ringo. Um, (laughs) Let me think here. Slash bassist was maybe his name Tim. Hi, I'm Tim the bassist. Hi, I'm Who Tim else was Gunn. in the band? Stuart Copeland on drums, Andy Sumner on guitar. Yeah, okay, I know this one. You have to name the song. Well, and, and the, the artist, band? he well, said. I yeah, this dude is just I mean, like any, ramrodding me right here. Anybody who knows anything should know <laughs> both of those things. <laughs> Uh, I'll say uh, Tim Gunn and the song was Heavens to Megatroid. No. Can it, I guess? Uh, sure. Is it The Police Don't Stand So Close to Me? No, it was this one. Roxanne. Oh. Every Breath You Take. Yes. Wow, that was Sting a hard played the bass. Sting was the bassist. Great song. Great Actually, voice. P. Diddy did a pretty good cover of this song after Don't Notori- you dare. <laughs> no, I'm after serious. what we went through with Kenny... It was after Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> yeah, died. I have no part of this. After Biggie Smalls died. I won't. And then Diddy did this version. Yeah. And it was pretty good. I mean, sue me for coming up in the 90s, everybody. I'm not a dinosaur like the rest of you guys. Hey, no disrespect. That is disrespectful. I'm sorry, but Kenny looks like they found him in an archaeological dig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to send that clip to those guys to keep this feud going. I have nothing to do no, with this. No, I'm scared of Kenny. Don't. I'm afraid of him. <laughs> Well, then stop insulting him. <laughs> Kenny looks like he was cast as background in La Brea. <laughs> <laughs> All, okay. right. All right, Donna. All right, cool, All right I'm ready. Here I go on the okay. count of 50. One, two, 
movies. Oh, boy. Um, a lot like Steve's questions going back to... Uh, no, this one actually is not from 2003, so forget what I was going to say. Your other one is from 2003. This one's from 97. Wait, did I get two right already? You've only had one. You oh, got okay. uh, into club right. Oh, so. that's right. Oh, man. And We're... so forget what I just said. This is from 1997. Okay. Uh, there was a movie called I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. What did they do last summer? <sighs> I think what happened was there was a car accident and they tried to cover it up. I think what happened <laughs> was somebody died and they didn't come forward and say that they were witnesses. So as a result, they were basically stalked by somebody who knows what they did. Final answer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah! There was a car accident. Somebody was murdered. They hid the body. They didn't come clean. Yes. But so somebody knew yeah, what they did last mm-hmm. Okay, back to Steve. <sighs> See if I can put a little pressure on. Here we go. Television. Yes. Television. A show debuted in 1983. It was a spinoff of The Carol Burnett Show. It starred Vicki Lawrence <laughs> as the widowed matriarch of a rural southern family named Thelma Harper. Can you name that show? Mama's Family Final Answer. Okay. I mean, I watched it at 10 o'clock and 10.30 on the local Fox <laughs> affiliate <laughs> in Pittsburgh. And when <laughs> I found out that Vicki Lawrence was wearing a wig, like I didn't know as Wait, a kid. I couldn't you believe it. Couldn't right believe now? it. When I realized it looked oh my so gosh. fake. Her face was so young and they just dressed her up in old lady clothes. Well, I guess if we're into belittling kids, eight year old Steve didn't know any better. Okay. That explains a lot. All right. Did you also know that she had like a top a number one single like in nineteen seventy three or something? Yes, she did. I can. It's um, uh, Tanya Tucker did it too. Uh, it uh, come on, come on, don't. No, that's not right. That's Vic. uh, That's uh, Helen Reddy. Uh, this one is. I know it. I know it. Come on, give me uh, Dark Lady. No, uh, this is Vicky Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Multi talented Vicky Lawrence. And then Reba did it. Reba covered it. Did a way better job. Sorry, Vicky. All right, so Steve needs this one to stay alive. All right. Are you ready? Steve? No, I need this one. No, Donna, yeah, you're right. Donna, Donna for the needs win. this one for the win. Here I go. Oh, I thought Steve has three. No, he didn't get Sting. That's right. Television. All right. Television. Big money, big okay, money. now we're returning to 2003. Play, play. A TV show debuted in 2003. It was created by Ryan Murphy. It oh. ran on FX, and it was about a cutting-edge controversial plastic surgery center. Can you name it? Can you? What movie is that from? We'll get to that later. I think it's The Outsiders. Outsiders? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so. Funny, I only know it from Shaquille O'Neal. He says it a lot. There again, I live life as a derivative. Right. That's okay, though. I'm uh, okay. Was this about. Do you want to hear it again? The L word? No. I don't know what that was about. Wasn't that about plastic surgery? That was about and women lesbians. who loved women. Yeah, yes. but I thought that they were worked in a hospital. Or Go ahead, Rocco. Be a little more helpful <laughs> as she verbally processes. I All mean. right. So there's um, he did um, that was on NBC though. Never mind. He did the kids show with Zac Efron. Right, the singing thing, High School Musical thing. 
please tell me we go to a tiebreaker here. Um, Okay, the answer is cut. The answer is knife. The answer is knifey. (laughs) It's called my friend watched it. Ten seconds. My friend make a for me. Uh, It's called All right, right, I, 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 I give up. You're pretty close. Steve in for the steal? Nothing. Nip tuck. Nip, Nip slash tuck. tuck. All right, we're going to a tiebreaker yeah, after we'll the break. Yeah. When we come back, the gripping conclusion of the longest game of the day. <laughs> Coming up next yeah. on My Talk. Welcome back to the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. We're going into overtime on the Millennial X Games. We're at a tie. Come on, man. Come on. We've got right. our very patient uh, lifeline standing by to see if they're going to win a fabulous prize. That prize being a family four-pack of Fandango movie passes to Adam's family, too. Clomp, 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 clomp. Uh, What do you say? Do you guys want a Mama's Family tiebreaker or a nip-tuck tiebreaker? Oh, gosh. Why mama's either? Mama's Family. We're going Mama's Family. Steve uh, said you watched a lot. How many episodes, without going over, exist of Mama's Family? Donna, do you want to go first or second? Ooh, I don't know how many years it was on. I will go second. Okay. I'm going to go, and here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> mama's Family was on for 107 episodes. To you, Donna Valentine. Um, Closest without going over wins. Price is right. Rules always in effect on a tiebreaker. I'm going to say one episode. <laughs> oh, thank you. She you went, you were assuming he went over. Unfortunately, Donna's wrong. Oh, that no. means Renee's going to win, right? Is that how that works? Yeah. yeah What's sorry. the number? The number is 130. Six seasons, 130 episodes. Dang. Let's uh, let's bring in. We'll just say goodbye to um, uh, Millennial Melissa first to say her goodbyes. Bye, Melissa. I'm so sorry. Bye. That's okay, Donna. Still love you. I love you too. I hope Melissa, you have a wonderful day. Is this the longest you've ever been on the phone with a radio station? <laughs> it was long, but you know, Worth I'll it. do it for you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Don't call her Shanene. Bring in Renene. You won, sister. Hey, I knew this was our time, Steve. Of course. Listen, it was meant to be the stars aligned, and now you are going to a movie theater to watch Adam's Family 2 animated fun for all. Who are you going to take? My niece is a nephew. Come oh, cute. Way to go. That's awesome. Hey, Renee for the win. Way to go, Renee. Okay, just a little more information from you and we'll let you go, okay? Okay, okay thank I'll you. Go. Bye. Yeah. Okay, there she goes. All right, congratulations. It's a beautiful thing. So good. Fine. Hey, you know, uh, GQ, I felt like I won too. GQ had an article today saying that New Girl is still the best show oh. about male friendship in the history of television. Is that right? That's of, what they say. Of male friendships? Of male friendship, yep. And Zoe Deschanel is fantastic in it. But they have got such a great cast of four dudes. One of the dudes leaves at one point, Damon Wayans Jr. He goes, does another show, then he comes back. But it is it is such a great I gotta, show. I gotta, I gotta see what this cast looks like. Click on the link. You'll see him right I there. I think one of the guys was in that scary movie that I saw. Um, you've got to see this movie, Steve. Of course, I, I don't won't. want to see it if it's scary. It is. It is. It's good, though. Nope, Schmidt. none of these guys. Yeah, it was Schmidt, I think. No, nope, no, no, it wasn't him. It was the guy from the morning show who plays the the producer. 
Oh, yeah. Mark I know Duplass. what you're talking about. Mark Duplass? Yes. And what was the name of that scary movie? It was so good. Uh, the name of the movie is called A Ding Dang. Ding a Ding Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm not watching that. Creep? Whatever it is. Yes. Creep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Creep 2. It was good. It's, it's good. It's weird. I'm glad I watched it, though. Okay, mm. that's all I have to say about that. I did finish Lula Rich. Good for you. I wanted to tell you that. And I'm glad I watched it. Uh, I yeah. didn't know anything about this. I think these people are weird. Um, yeah. Two of their kids married one another. Um, we're just going to let that go. <laughs> I mean, what? Wasn't it like, was it like... His a, son, her, her yeah, daughter. Yeah, a blended family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay, still a little weird. And then... Sure. um. I feel really bad about some of these people who lost a lot of their uh, their homes, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff, and it's just—it's a fascinating look at the rise and fall of something. And well, and I think they're still going strong because I don't they know settled about strong, right? But they're still working, and it just seems like they got a little too big for their britches. No yes. pun intended. And again, especially with the wife behind the Lularoe empire. Yeah. You just wanted to splash her with cold water and say, stop it. Be real with me. Be a real human being. Right. Not a heavily made up talking point. Give me some real stuff here. Yes. They were just so overly camera ready that you just thought, there's there's just... There's a big, big, thick layer of pride here. Yes, and you need to let go of it. Although I must say, her husband has very nice skin. Thank you. Now, this is interesting, because usually your type is sort of dumpster adjacent. He looks like a banker. Yeah, I mean, I'm not into him. I just noticed that for... You you just want to know what he's wearing, what he's using. Yeah, exactly right. And now I'm trying to find this story for you because I know how you love a good self-help book. Yes, great. And it has to do with um, Simone Biles. Mm -hmm. And she, let me see if I can find it. Okay. She credits a self-help book with changing her approach to life. The book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Bleep. Oh, I've I've heard of this book a lot. By Mark Manson. And it's not about not caring. Rather, it's about caring less about the small stuff and caring more about the things that really matter. Mm-hmm. She said the girls on the team were laughing at her whenever she was reading it, saying, you're just so nonchalant about everything now. And Simone told New York Magazine, this is so nice. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. And she said, just read the book. You'll learn. Tomorrow, maybe we'll talk about the book that changed your life. Oh, my. She says, I, uh, one Amazon reviewer says, I still allow myself to feel and talk about things that bother me, but petty things no longer have a hold on me. I let the negativity wash over me now. That's interesting. Caring more about the things that really matter and caring less about the things that don't. Yeah. Because we usually flip that sucker upside down. We really do. It's the same way. Like we take everything out on our families and the people we're closest to. Mm -hmm. And then for a complete stranger, we feel like we have to be so nice and, oh, excuse me. Should be like that with the people you love. Right, Rocco? Correct. Hey, Rocco. Rocco, great job today. You watching more Squid Game tonight, man? I think I will. I like it.
I'm in. I, I can't wait to see. You think uh, Ep 2 is good? Look, I fell asleep during a smidge of it, but that's because I was <laughs> okay. tired. I was tired. It was uh, late. It was 11. Uh, I'm going to watch episode three tonight, though. We're in. We're hooked. All right. Steve, call me, will you? Oh, God. You're my buddy. I want to chat for a while. Okay. Can I call you in like 30 minutes? 10. Fine. All right. Bye, everybody. See you tomorrow. Good night.